Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Controversial subjects with the facts can be tense. But we are a sub-science here to make things make sense. Today we are talking about smartphone addiction. We're going to explain to you scientifically if you are addicted. We are going to explain what it feels like to be addicted, how it affects teenagers and infants, and also how smartphones affect our eyes. Mm, addicted. <laughs> okay, I'm addicted. We're I think like that. it's like really hard to not be from my research to be addicted to your phone in, in this day age. and age. Yeah. Um, oh my boy, oh boy. We're back. We had a little break. And yeah, two weeks off the pod. Back. We haven't sat in these chairs. Oh my god, I'm doing that thing where I'm performing. I'm sorry, I got to <laughs> the podcast. I can never not think of it now that you said it. I'm performing. Oh how do I become? Um, how do you feel? We're sitting back on the podcast. Couch. Oh my gosh, I love it. It's the same. <laughs> Good. I mean, yeah. We had a like it's summer actually... break, baby, baby. <laughs> we had a summer mean? break, basically. We had a summer we went, break, baby. We went. This was spurred on because we challenged ourselves to actually take a cell phone vacation and turn our phone on airplane mode for about for ten full days, something like that. Ten days, yeah. Which it's just so sad. Like, yeah, how we often like, I've talked about it. <laughs> we were like, "Are we gonna do it? Can we actually do it?" And we had yeah. had. Well, we can talk about it a little more when we get to that. But ultimately, we had a nice vacation. Yeah, time away, time off. I feel relaxed more you so. do well ish in and out because uh, this time off we kind of had to do some work in previous years I've, Mitch, I've learned about myself <laughs> Mitch's that, quest for relaxation is a fascinating one the fact that you said you're relaxed i was like he did it because you're no, always like i'm, I'm not, not relaxed by the way like every, <laughs> you're like but i know i'm on vacation but i'm not relaxed and then like usually it'll be like the day before we leave vacation you'll be like it's finally setting in but i guess we're going tomorrow <laughs> <laughs> it takes a long time i know other people experience that yeah, too. I, do, I think it's i thing. know my dad does and i've heard other people say like i need x amount of days before i get in to that relaxation mode so if a trip or something is too short yeah <laughs> by yeah. the time i get there i'm leaving and also i've learned this about myself that if i i kind of need a full stop step away from things to feel that relaxation like so a cell phone you, vacation anything? yeah but with work for example i feel like you're better at multitasking and you're okay being like i'll have these five hours of work and then i, I will actually love, relax I outside that. of that yeah yeah whereas me stepping in and out and in and out just like lightly brings me fully into the world so if i'm just gonna spend even two hours of work a day or even a week it's like that's pulling me back into the world and then i'm gonna be hyper aware of all the asap science stuff and everything hmm. and so i i won't be like fully relaxed which isn't always a huge problem but it yeah. doesn't feel like a full vacation because huh. it like 
it's not like putting a foot in. It's like I have to put on all my armor and my helmet and all this stuff. That's a weird analogy. I'm like, okay, there's something deeper here. Someone wants to go to war and to step into it, even just for that brief moment. So that's what I mean. I brought Woo! up the relaxation. I was like, Mitch has an intent and fascinating relationship with it. And boom, there we got deep. Okay, let's get into what did we learn this week? Oh, what did we learn this week? It's more like, what did we learn in the last three weeks, my friends, with the two weeks off? Yeah, I didn't think too much about what did I have any epiphanies. Maybe I have one written down about a science thing I learned, but while you go first, I might think, like, were there other things we learned that were just sort of personal development? Or like growth? from the specific cell phone vacation or just mean the time oh, off? Or just the time off. Oh, okay. I, yeah. more, I often reach for, like, the science stuff I've been reading, but I was also like, oh, it's been a long enough period that did I have any epiphanies? Okay, so my thing is so, <laughs> so not about epiphanies. It's just that in northern Denmark, these scientists found what's known as the Tollundman, which was like, he essentially 2,400 years ago, this person was buried in a bog and was kept preserved enough that like they study him a lot. Okay. And they recently were able to re-examine his gut and figure out what he ate 12 to 24 hours before his death. Whoa. Wait, how old was he? 2,400 I mean, years ago. Whoa. So just like think about that. That's why I was like, what the hell were they whoa. eating? Like there wasn't Doritos Cool Ranch. <laughs> so okay. it was a porridge of barley, flax, and fish. Flax? Yeah, they were eating flax, barley, that and That sounds fish. like your diet minus the fish <laughs> now. <laughs> no, actually, I know. I was like, I eat porridge or flax. That's like nothing's changed. Well, and then, yeah, it's kind of cool. Actually, whoa. I kind of was like, whoa, that's so weird. But now I'm like, wait, I kind of eat that a lot. <laughs> yeah, minus the fish now. <laughs> no, but now I'm just going to start putting fish in it and be like, it's my 2,400-year-old Toland man so meal. So they could just tell from the trace remnants in their stomach. Yeah, and they also found out by studying their intestines, because of the specific proteins and eggs that were there, they had four parasites from oh. contaminated food and water, which okay, I this also... Is as you. Some, someone who self-identifies <laughs> as getting Giardia lambia twice, who has had many parasites. Yeah, wait, whoa, I am an archaic Are you Toland? What was his <laughs> Am I Toland, man? <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. So they, sorry, I missed the beginning. Did you just say they recently found him, or they, or they like were studied this to... person a lot because of the like amazing conditions okay. he was under? But like with new science, they were able to go Actually back look and really look at the contents. proteins deeply of the intestines and learn so much. And I also just love the idea of thinking that like all humans, like back in the day, all they were all shitting, barfing, had parasites for sure. Oh yeah, like or they were so... feeding parasites, constantly starving, like because yes. it would be they didn't have the medicine then. Like that's just an example of medicine now really being good for parents and us being so unaware like we're so part of a society at least much of the world that we have access to those things that we don't even have to think about parasites except in rare occasions it's and that's a privilege obviously i'm like crazy the, yeah like, like of the world it's definitely a, like a like minority western world issue but yesterday swimming in the freshwater lake of toronto i was like i saw an american i met an american i was like just don't tell your politician but like we have this gorgeous fresh water <laughs> oh you mean you guys are gonna want to come yeah i was like it. don't tell any americans that they're gonna come don't, don't tell the military that's for sure don't tell the military about the fresh water we're swimming in california is like we can't we're thirsty <laughs> i'm like oh we're just swimming in fresh water that is really quite clean and like we're just so lucky yeah. um to not have those Parasites, even though I do get parasites quite often. <laughs> yeah, and you do have those stomach <laughs> contents. Yeah, it makes you wonder if life is as different as we think sometimes. Like, I assume it is yeah, 2,000 years ago. I was bringing this up because I was like, it's so different. And then I realized I eat porridge and I have Flax. parasites. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, whoa, never mind. We're just animals on this earth. Oh, it would Cute be so... Like, I know visually it would be so different and... 
actually, I kind of have a beard, be and but I look maybe, kind of maybe. Or I mean, oh, wait, like no. what they'd be wearing and what they'd be living yeah. in in terms of structures. But I just feel like maybe life would not be that that different. different. There's like there's literally maybe one Tulane man who's just like I can't relax. It takes me seven days to relax. I need a bit like actually probably. I need a vacation from the hunting and the gathering and the agriculture is happening and I'm stressed because all of a sudden you have like I stare at the sundial all day long. Yeah, I know. Time is just passing. What am I? Am I? That's their smartphone. What's death? Okay. All right. Moving on. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. I think that's actually very cell phones is a great link because that's the biggest change of then to now. I know much. that yeah. is a huge difference. <laughs> they but certainly I like, didn't have a smartphone. Are humans just what's the word? You know, like they might have had the equivalent thing yeah. that made them addicted in that yeah, they day. That was not technology. Addicted but... to looking at the sundial, the <laughs> yeah. dopamine release of realizing yeah, I mean, like, time. It's new. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I wonder what it'll look like <laughs> at one o'clock. Uh, oh, yeah, your turn. So mine is, you know, related to climate change, but it felt sort of optimistic and positive or it was just like a suggestion. So a new study that I came across that nature had featured as well found that just 5% of the world's power plants. Oh, my God. I read that. Yeah. Produce 73% of electricity emissions. Yes. Isn't that crazy? Wait, so where yeah. did you see this? I was just reading Nature Magazine. Did you, was this like going viral or something? I or did Yeah, you I saw it on the internet. I saw it on Nature, but it was referencing a different article and study. Okay. So it wasn't published in Nature, I didn't think. But I sent this to the, the team of the show we're working on. Oh, like, really? We need to end the episode about power with this. Okay. Well, it was... It's So just to clarify so everyone is on... On the same page it's of electricity emissions which yeah. are the biggest of all of them but they count for around 25 percent of all emissions yeah so it's not all it's all it's like yeah i see you have to like pie right chart yeah it so it's not 70 they're not able they're not responsible for 73 percent of all emissions yeah. they're responsible yeah. for that of electricity oh, that's emissions important i didn't know that. yeah your I brain goes reading, to yeah because you hear these things all the time and 70 percent of 25 percent Correct. So yeah. then you could technically five percent of all of the power plants are responsible for. Yeah, it. lots of but technically <laughs> it's. But then that means technically that it is responsible for about twenty percent of all emissions. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah which is math. huge. Yeah, which and is so that's huge. just a small percentage. Um, the second biggest, just for like reference point, is is agriculture and forestry, which is yeah. around twenty four percent of all human emissions. But that it's just crazy because if it's just five percent. Of these power plants, these a lot of them are coal power plants. Like we yeah. need to shut that shit down. Even in this analysis, they looked at if they a lot of them. I think it was oil as well. It was like if they just even changed to natural gas, that would yeah. be a huge difference. Obviously, like transitioning because they were trying to be realistic and be like these places aren't going to get fully shut down. So their alternatives. I mean, they might be in the long term. I know, yeah. like in Germany, one of them was in Germany, but people were like, no, they have slowly yeah. been shutting down huge parts. Yeah, they're, of that they're power trying plant. to shut down all their power um, plants, sort of. But a big of the a big part of the argument was just focus on that five percent and even make them more yes. efficient. Could make a huge difference. Oh my god! And like, just like I know, like it's like controversial, but the natural gas thing is interesting. It's like just switch to that for now. Yeah, people will have an easier you know, time dealing with that. Yeah, then the yeah. power plants can continue yeah. to exist in a different way while we're in the process of transitioning to other sources. Um, and having just a diverse energy grid, you know what I mean? And yeah. really putting energy into that. It brought oh up God. for me, though, always that conversation of personal responsibility yeah. versus sort of the industrial complex of our society. And 
you know, wanting to be able to focus on personal responsibility, because I think I've said this to you before, I think that when people care about their personal responsibility, that actually trickles up into politics, which yeah. influences things. So if you don't think you should turn your lights off or waste less water or create less garbage, you're probably less likely to engage in yeah, like, engage with understanding to vote yeah, for politicians telling for politicians certain reasons. This matters to yeah. Me. yeah. Uh, but ultimately, it kind of does show at the end of the day, these huge um, setups in our societies are what's responsible for most of these emissions. It's so, it's such a fascinating stat and it's so aggravating. And it's like, honestly, everyone listening, like, I know it sounds maybe slacktivism, but not really, but it's like, tweet about this. Talk about this with yeah. your friends because we need to get this up the pipeline, no pun intended, yeah, and, it's and like, shut them down. And <laughs> that, think of it this way. Like, I know, and we've talked about this, there's uh, renewable energy in terms of solar and wind, these are not, you know, perfect systems, obviously. There's issues that come with those as well. But think of this, 25% of our emissions, if we change our energy sources to those things from like this uh, oil and coal and all well, those things just to renewable sources. Sorry, it's also just 5% of the world's power plants. So it's not even that many power plants. Right, There's still yeah. 95% that are like more, more efficient. efficient. It's just 5%. Yeah. I know. That's not that many. Yeah. So it's let's like focus not. on that. Yeah. And think about how we collect our, you know, sun rays and wind as well as we can in the meantime to like replace that. I don't know. It just seems, obviously it's not simple, but it is like if collectively we can come together, it's kind of like the billionaire conversation. It's like just, tax the super rich yeah it's so we don't need simple. To, we're not even saying tax people who make like hundreds of thousands of dollars we're saying so billionaires simple. i know i know i know i know and oh it's God. like if we can all disagree on that yeah but we'll we, get the, the thing is we can't all agree on that it's so annoying we are right down billionaires it is a do not get me started oh, on billionaires or i'm gonna absolutely vomit <laughs> okay, so okay. much information anger so literally write that down because it's a great okay. idea for an upcoming episode or i can do it and i do this okay. Uh, we'll take a little break now and then we yeah. can start our oh my cell phone. He brought up billionaires. Okay, yeah, Greg's like to flip a Greg's table. I'm pushing the button. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've been listening to Side Note, you know here at This Nine Podcast that we love to talk about therapy. We're always bringing the new insights we learn from therapy to the pod. That's why today we want to talk about BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your personal needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist that you can start communicating with when under within under forty within under forty freaking hours. 
Yeah, I stuttered it was that quick. <laughs> the canceling is done securely online and is available worldwide. Not only can you schedule weekly video or phone sessions, skipping the long commute and waiting room energy of the in-person therapy experience, but you can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor and get timely and thoughtful responses. BetterHelp lets you change counselors at any time, which is really important. It can be really annoying to find the right one for you. So you'll always get a great therapeutic match and it's more affordable than traditional online counseling with financial aid available. Just head to betterhelp.com slash side note to get 10% off your first month. That also helps the show by doing that and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of experienced professionals. Again, that's betterhelp.com slash side note for 10% off your first freaking month. Study time. Study time. Study time. So, <laughs> I like reading these articles about self-phone addiction about self-phone addiction has like completely blown my mind and like i honestly like i hope it's not one of those annoying things where i'm like been reading them for a week and i'm like my life's changed and <laughs> right. i'm gonna stop reading them and i'm, I'm gonna go back but it's crazy well it feels <laughs> like something that's sort of intuitive and obviously we'll get into the science of different takes and perspectives and research on cell phone use but i think people sort of know intuitively more and more it's become collective knowledge and even collective conversation that cell phones are bad for us even even if you don't know the research say i think most people are like i i don't want to use my phone as much as i do i remember (laughs) the first time i went on the internet on my phone and yeah you do i I do and if you're gen z and you heard that you're like grandpa (laughs) you know what record scratch do you even know what that is (laughs) if you're of age okay oh my god yeah okay so yes okay so it was a blackberry because i had this weird like i was you know always wanted is blackberry still alive they work on software now but it's really sad it was a canadian company they don't they have like i no, they do they do but it's like you know, arguably, you know, they don't. But like, <laughs> um, I remember I was always like, oh, and like, so my version of being, oh, was like, I'm not getting an iPhone. I'm getting this Blackberry. And I remember the first time I like slid it up, it was like such a weird phone. And I like could go on an internet browser on the phone. So it's not like an app. It's like I could open up uh, what it was like the internet. That. Yeah. And then I Googled something. I remember texting my friend Jess, oh my God, I just got a smartphone. And then she wrote back, kind of like, isn't it amazing? What you can Weird do that you remember, I don't and then remember it's like now I'm like time. that was the beginning of the end for my neurons. <laughs> it's crazy to go through that change. For anyone who listens or watches this pod, we literally lived in a world <laughs> <laughs> the internet. This, we didn't have the internet, and <laughs> then in university, lived in a world where we texted by pushing numbers. Yeah, T nine text. I can still do it. It's like still T J L M T J M. Miss you nuts. And now our phones can do. Everything. Everything. Every, everything. <laughs> yeah, we don't even have to use our thumbs to ty- type. We can just be like, hey, Siri, text this person with my voice, and they do it. I like that part, actually. So I think voice commands on cell phones, A, are so bad. They don't understand oh, anything. Oh, I don't even bother. But yeah. to me, that's the most interesting area that phones can go because... Wow. <laughs> because... <laughs> The, the way I waste most of my time on cell phones is by going to check the time and getting sucked into my phone or oh, like going to I just see. check one thing and then seeing yep. notifications a million things. True. So I want to just be able to ask or like going to play music on Spotify and seeing text messages yeah, yeah. or them being like, I'm going to go on TikTok or being like, I'm going to go open my meditation app and then you're like on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> so I like the idea of just 
talking what I need or just being like, hey, Google, like, can you do this for me? Or can you tell me this? Or instead of me having to actually physically use my phone and see things. Okay. Well, I, I did not know you were so passionate about the voice. To, <laughs> but I never it's heard so you bad. Like All of them in the yeah. car, I'll be like asking it to, to like play something. Or the other day I was driving and I didn't want to have to stop and put a new direction. So I was like add a stop to my directions and it was just like i cannot do that i think <laughs> I so like, also, that seems pretty basic yeah no i know <laughs> i've always thought that because you don't do it i've always thought it was like an algorithm thing and that the more you do it the better it got at understanding and then it starts to work no that's what i always thought because it's then i'm just like that i ain't putting in the really i ain't putting in the <laughs> effort just, with this relationship <laughs> no. i'm not building a relationship with you my ask phone. it so often over and over <laughs> things and you're like it's getting smarter no i, I actually i actually like genuinely i from no actual research i've always thought this it's like it's like learning your voice and learning it, your, learning your voice to understand what you're saying and also uh, like, you get better like at words. telling it like what it gets true that's the annoying part when i yeah. start to say i'm like okay how do i have to like say yeah. this it's like add stop on google map <laughs> to gas station like i'm like literally it's like trying uh, to we don't it. understand you because you're saying like one of us <laughs> we need the human and sounding uh, oh wait so uh, we have to okay we have to get into also like some stats i want to think about this let's Sorry. jump into some of your research so just to clarify we're going to talk about cell phone addiction we took a bit of a cell phone vacation and so we'll chat a little bit more about that too but let's yeah what are some of your stats let's go there oh god okay so it's just like cell phone addiction is like so hard right now to study and i think a lot of scientists and like sociologists are freaking out because they're like it's obviously an addiction but the way that we understand addiction physiologically for like substance abuse is a lot easier because you can use biochemistry this is like a very like new technology and also like anyways like we shouldn't even technically maybe be saying addiction according oh, to fair. a lot of studies yeah yeah that it's not I, like, like it's kind of contentious because it's not classified yeah, as but, an addiction the way that drugs or certain substances yeah are. and current research thinks it's important to think of it as a spectrum. You're either not addicted to your phone or not. Right. You're going to be likely falling on the spectrum. And they, yeah. they actually think pretty much everyone in the world, this is the most significant technological advancement of our time, is this smartphone. Like these, yeah. these people are just like, and everyone in the world is likely going to be on a scale of this very soon. In fact, some, like it's a like crazy percentage of the world that have smartphones. It makes me wonder if something like this cell phone addiction just becomes so ingrained into society that it's not even seen as an addiction, that it's just seen as an essential part of human life. Yeah, and, and I think that's kind of where we're going, but like it's cars. important like, that we have understanding. There might have been the a point where like could someone have said, like, humans have a car addiction, but now it's like yeah. do they? Or well, is it just, humans do have oh, a car addiction. I mean, it's like on, actually wrong. So but people view yeah. it in such a way where it's just like you just get a car, you use it to get to your job. And don't see it. Obviously, I understand that cell phones are actually mentally way more addicting than cars in terms of their usage patterns. But you know what I mean? Where maybe in 50 years, people will just be like, it's so ingrained in yeah, culture. Because you can't really escape it. Like the way that technology is advancing, we can't. Like we are not. I don't think technology is just going to like go away. And I think that, yeah, that's why I think these this research and this episode is so important because we all have to learn how to have a relationship with our smartphone. <laughs> That's not going to make us potentially like the least disturbed or depressed. Cause I think mm -hmm. it does. We now know have the capability. Like we've all switched our minds about technology. At least we have like yeah. in the last like five of it, years. not just being this saving grace. Like light of hope thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it has a lot of caveats that come along with it. So the study that I found was about, it was in India. So India is a really interesting place. So like, 
291.6 million smartphone users. That's how many there were in India in 2017. Okay. And they think by next year, there's going to be 490.9 million. Wow. So it's just like, it's doubled. It's still not that much when you think about the whole country. There's, yeah. Well, it's still but, like almost half. Yeah. I know. It's like, that's way um, more population. And also like, yeah, literally more than 10 times the population. <laughs> India. <laughs> India is, oh, I'm like, Canada is so... Small, Small and pointless and weird. <laughs> population, population wise. wise. But you know what I mean? Like when I'm like Canada, I'm like Canada is the <laughs> world. And then I like read about the population of India, and I'm like, oh my god, yeah, gorgeous country. Anyway, so it's, <laughs> it's based in India, and they like they essentially like screen them to figure out who was addicted, who was not addicted, like based on their cell phone use. Just so people know, people with smartphones, the average use is three hours a day, which seems like a lot. Wait. That's the average. So it seems like not a lot. I know, me. but then it's like, it's, but it still seems like a lot. <laughs> like, you say it out I loud. think I use mine more than that. Well, we're probably more addicted. So they put them on a sliding scale of addiction to non-addiction, and then they just ask them a bunch of questions about their life. Okay. And it was really interesting. But when it comes to addiction, these are the things that we should look out for. And one's called salience. This occurs when smartphone use becomes the single most important activity in the person's life and dominates their thinking, feelings, and behavior. And I was uh, like, I kind of think that's ooh, us. Yeah, because it, it's like social media becomes a second life. And I do wake up and go on my phone. You know what I mean? Okay, so, oh my God, phone out of the room. Okay, mood modification. <laughs> this refers to the subjective experiences that people report as a consequence of using their smartphone Smartphone. 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 Can I get my smartphone? <laughs> and can be used as a coping strategy. So like the buzz, the high, the escape that you mm -hmm. feel. I'm like, that's what I'm doing on my phone like on yes. Instagram. Tolerance. This requires that you need more and more time on your phone to get the same mood modifying effects. And then there are withdrawal symptoms. And so we should talk about if we thought we had any of those when we took our cell phone mm -hmm. vacation. But it was like Feeling tired, which we did. Wait, that's a <laughs> yes. symptom? Feeling tired, um, shakes, <laughs> moodiness, irritability, <laughs> and just overall unpleasant feeling states. And I, I mean, that's like, very We broad. were so tired. And I actually, when I was like on the 10 day like, vacation, was like, it's because if I was this tired, I'd go on my phone. And that's I would true. start to feel the physiological effects and excitement, FOMO, right. anxiety. It like, but also yeah. good things. And then you're awake. That's true. So <laughs> on our phone vacation, we were also at um, a cottage and by a lake and just relaxing. So part of me was like, you know, we're much more relaxed. Than yeah, my mom was like, time. it's the fresh water. Yeah, fresh the fresh air. air. The fresh water. <laughs> oh yeah, the fresh air. So I think that's partially that's true, true, but you're right. I think as soon as we got home and I used my phone, I realized it gets me through my tired points of the day. So when I would naturally have a slump, or I don't know if naturally is the right word, but when I get tired, I go on my phone and that yeah. perks me up or I just stop thinking about being tired. We were also only reading books. We weren't watching TV. That's another thing. We, smartphones like don't fall. Was like the three our... hours a day is just smartphone use. It does not include television or, wow. or your okay. computer. Which is also it's not crazy. all screens. You're just talking about Yeah, but about I'm saying phones. we didn't even have screens. Like it would have been a movie at night could have kept us awake at the cottage. Right. I think. Like yeah, I oh, literally yeah, was like it's the lack of screen. Entertainment or media. And just, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It's actually a really cool life. It's why I like camping. because I It was so weird. We were sleeping you... like nine or ten hours a day yeah. and then i was like why am i so i can't even <laughs> make it to 6 p.m no. uh, uh, <laughs> i'm like dude you got relaxed hopefully i did but then i was like is something wrong with me okay so do you want me to keep going about mine or do you want like well it brought okay me, yeah there was questions. one point in yours that i want to pause and talk about this my study on infants because i okay. feel like it relates and i it feels really applicable to adults as well oh god okay in a way that i think i use my phone so 
basically the study was on the impact of giving toddlers around two years old, I think the majority of them were, okay. uh, smartphone devices or tablets to calm them down when they were like being annoyed oh, or having a tantrum yeah, yeah, or, yeah. you know, parents just yeah. being like, here, this will shut you up. I'm going to give yeah. you this. Uh, me as device. a parent. Are you kidding? I'm going to be shoving tablets <laughs> in front of the kids. So okay. Much. Well, bite your tongue because uh, you probably don't want to. <laughs> Basically, they found that re like regulating their emotions with media was problematic because it didn't teach kids how to properly regulate their own emotions. Oh. And so those kids then get really irritable. It was associated oh with like the compulsive need to use media to regulate their feelings. Oh, so, and which I was like, I actually think that happens to hu humans. <laughs> Babies aren't humans. <laughs> I think it happens to adults as well, where it's like, if I'm anxious or if I'm stressed, I quickly go to my phone as a regulatory yeah. tool instead of stopping and going, Okay, let's just like address what I'm feeling right so, now. So, okay, so it's like literally screen time is affecting infants because they cannot process their emotions because they just get a screen in it and then they start to need the screen. As opposed to them oh, having a tantrum God. and a parent yeah. like, you know, sitting yeah. down with them and talking yeah. through their feelings and, and not saying... Being like, let's read a picture book. Literally. Or oh. that's that's good. It's like, I think the study was trying to differentiate just distracting their brains yeah. versus actually teaching them skills. And this yeah. can be for adults as well on how to think yeah. and feel those emotions. Like, oh, that is... For adults, that's true. We yeah. need to do that and, too. And it's the reminder that it's okay... To have a tantrum. It's okay yeah. to have bad feelings. You can't avoid those. Yeah. So where do you go when you have those feelings? Everyone probably goes on their phone. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? I'm like, we're retraining ourselves. I know. Um, and uh, so, yeah, it was like the kids would have way more negative emotions when their stuff was taken away from them, when their media was taken away. So I just thought that related because you said something about it in, in your study. That There's something like about like, 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 we do this. that like, that's so interesting. There's something about like, almost media because I don't have kids but there's always like a plot line in a show where it's like well we're trying to get his screen time down <laughs> like you know what I mean like they're always like and I'm always like that's so like dumb but I'm like oh they're probably just like reading this research like they're like right, it's yeah, always yeah. like it's kind of like a waspy <laughs> mom being like uh, screens down John and it's like you're kind of like eye roll but it's like oh they're probably no, just basing that on like that's a real like, and real also issues. as a parent I, I even see you know my sister as a parent of a young two young kids now and being like yeah it, it's obviously so addicted and it's so easy to give that but they have to be like okay you have to stop using it now you've been using it for too long and because we grew up in a generation where we didn't have those things, I think the stark contrast of being like, why, why don't you want to go play outside? Yeah. Like makes our, our generation and older, I think more notice it more. Okay. So this is going back to my study. It's kind of linking back in this really interesting way. So when they divided everyone up from addicted to non-addicted mm -hmm. and they started asking them these questions, they kind of found four umbrella things that the study ends up being about. And one is literally that like, what the cell phone does for the person and people who are addicted, everyone who was fully like by their definition addicted said that the phone like made their life better in some way. It was a way that like they were able to like be happier. Whereas the non-addicted ones were irritated by their phone. Were irritated when their phone was around. Can you repeat that to me? Sorry. I feel like I, I just want, I want to hear it again. So it's like people who are not addicted to their phone. Yes. I'm just gonna say it the other way were irritated by their phone being around them. And they found the phone as like a burden on their life that they yes. were just like, they probably felt like they had to use. Yes. Whereas people who were addicted were like this phone. Thought I love this phone. It makes my life better. It makes me. And I'm like, so I kind of think what I do you feel. Okay. I kind of think 
deep down, it's like, oh, I love my phone. Like, I love my phone. I like wake up beside it. I go in all the time, blah, blah, blah. But intellectually, when someone tells me, I'm like, oh, I hate my right. phone. Right. But you're like, but you're you like, have a positive And I think if I was on like a survey, I'd be like, oh, I actually really enjoy that it like gets me from A to B. I love going on it. Like, I love it. That's I love so Spotify. I, I love hate podcasts. I absolutely Oh my hate God. My so phone. you're like, you have it in you to be not addicted. Well, I think I, think. I am more less than me. addicted. You are less addicted <laughs> than me. That's true. <laughs> and I think I'm less addicted than, than like lots of people we know. But I still, Mitch, that's to so that degree, I, I look at it. I despise the fact that I compulsively need it near me. I try sometimes to purposely leave it upstairs or yeah. whatever. But then I have, like, I still have those compulsions where I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna carry it around with me. Yeah. And that goes back to that speech thing, like uh, being able to talk to your phone. So many things I actually do appreciate and like are on my phone. That yeah, I then yeah. resent that it sucks that it me to think. Yeah. So like okay, wow. I enjoy listening to podcasts or music or it's having like, could, them, I, could they not or, just come through like a radio? Yeah, or yeah. like um I don't know. There's no, so I know many things. Mean, like it yeah. has a calculator, it yeah. has a translator, it has like, a, like I wish I could go to, on a run and listen to music without having to have your my phone. phone. Yeah. I guess I just need like an old iPod. <laughs> that but there's so a like, disc man. I also like record um music notes on my phone. Yeah. Like for myself. Or I record You just need to carry a microphone with everyone at all times. <laughs> like, there's so many devices. <laughs> so that's yeah. why I resent it because I yeah. I am like I like to have it near me for those benefits, but it always sucks me in if I have it near me. You know what? And for both, whether you're addicted or not addicted, it's said that they all use it as an escape. They all use it to alleviate boredom, mm -hmm. and they all use it to modify their mood moods through listening to music applications and videos. So it's like you actually mm -hmm. still are like I have to still do it, and I still it use that. it to alleviate. Yeah, you still, that's I, true. You know, you still do that, and like oh, everyone does. Oh, 100%. That's why I don't like it because I know. It's like fulfilling that brief moment of boredom. That brief moment of anxiety is just like, okay, I can't live in that. Okay. Also, there's a Disgusting. direct link to fear of missing out and being addicted to your phone, which I have FOMO. So people who are addicted are more likely to have FOMO? Literally. So on the addicted side of the study, they find out that these people, like through other questions, have fear of missing out. And their phone, when they don't have it, they become irritated because of their fear of missing out and knowing that something's going on that they're missing wow. out on. Whereas non-addicted people are less likely to have FOMO. So can I give you a different perspective on that? Even? Yeah, As please. Who doesn't have crazy FOMO or crazy phone addiction the other day. So I, I haven't like posted on Instagram in a few years, but I go on it occasionally because of ASAP science. And then sometimes he's I'll, Buddhist. Sometimes okay. I'll check it. But the other day I checked it and I got crazy FOMO because, you know, the world's kind of, yeah. or at least in Canada, people have been able to Starting enjoy to their up. summers. Yeah. Oh, you brought, you, I, you brought up that FOMO on Monday. You were like, I was gave me yeah. so much anxiety. And so huh. related to what you said, sometimes I think it's not that people, it's like, you might get FOMO because you use your phone yeah, so much. Yeah, yeah. Because you're suddenly aware. Like, there's a lot of times I just live my life, and if I'm not using Instagram in particular, I just don't know what my friends are doing unless I'm talking to them. But it's like yeah. when you find out people are doing something and you yeah. have no idea it's and like you're seeing videos, yeah, you get yeah. it's that jealousy or being like, oh, was I not invited? Or yeah. should I have gone today because I didn't know it was going to be so fun or those kind of things. Um, I hate that feeling and I had yeah. it when I went on Instagram the other day and was just like oh my god everyone's doing all these things and I decided like I had gone to visit my family which I was really happy about but then suddenly I was like wait is everyone having fun there and I should have gone yeah. a different weekend home yeah. to visit my family like it just makes you question so many things that I did not I like I feel that. like the I feel like my pandemic journey has helped me so like the one of my main takeaways from everything is like learning 
like I, I feel like I've gotten the best I ever have with FOMO. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the pandemic, it was like learning. Is that because you didn't have to have FOMO? <laughs> like, okay, at first, I was like, the pandemic is sick. Like, no FOMO. Like, my friends doing it without me, they will die. And so that felt really good at first. But no, I was, it was more me building hobbies and like independent, learning about myself independently and the mm. deep, immense joy that I get from that. That is like, not to say like, it's, it's like a joy I never knew I could get that's and, nice yeah no it's really helps because then it's like i actually need this alone time i need that type of joy in my life but before i was so caught up in fomo it's almost like i, n- I n- never let myself like learn that stuff and the pandemic is like so extreme mm-hmm. that i had to do these like things like the other end of it and yeah. now i'm so happy like and obviously like that's just one of the positives is the fomo and now i'm just like i hope it bleeds into me using my phone lens because <laughs> i'm just like <laughs> if they're linked i'm like i'm like i hope i can like wean them both yeah like wean them both away just a bit you know I also, yeah, the pandemic in that way was kind of nice to not have to worry about that, that aspect of FOMO. I mean, like everyone's at home. I don't have to feel. And I remember having that in other times, like when there's like blackouts and you lose power for two days and you're just like. Oh, it's kind of nice that I don't have to stress about the things because everyone has does not. Have, like, other than like candles are gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, other than like the essentials of life, you you realize those other things don't matter, especially when no one else is using them. Um, so, did you feel these things on our cell phone vacation? Um, yeah. Okay. So, I don't think. Okay, I had done a pretty good job with my FOMO. Like that's what I've been working on a lot. So I really didn't have very much FOMO. But also the fact that I wasn't on my phone, there was no way to really experience that. Like the only FOMO I could have is like Mitch is kayaking and I want right. to or something like you know what I mean. Like <laughs> which never happened. That never happened. Yeah. That's, that's true. But never. it's like you know what I mean. Like the concept of FOMO is so interesting when you're just like out of There's cottage. No with your way family. I could ever go kayaking and you choose not to. Kayak. Yeah. No. Actually, we've had like literal <laughs> fights where I'm like, you don't kayak with me. <laughs> but anyway, I was just that was just like my fantasy. <laughs> but, That's your fantasy FOMO. Yeah, my fantasy FOMO. Oh my god. So like, yeah, I didn't. Um, I didn't really feel that much FOMO. I definitely was tired a lot, but I actually loved the cell phone vacation. I thought actually that it was going to teach me more when I came back to not use it. But when I came back, I went on like a cell phone bender. Like it was wild to knock off, have zero TikTok to TikTok. I was just like, my brain was like, (laughs) I was just, and I was objectively like, this is so fucked, Mm -hmm. but I'm so happy right now. Like it was like a slot machine going off. I was just like, I just kind of was like, I like woke up hungover. It was like last night was (laughs) wild from the scrolling. And I actually was like fun. I partied. It, like it was like I agree yeah. I feel like our cell phone vacation was a little bit cheating because we were in an area a that we already associate without cell phones because it doesn't really have a reception yeah and we also had so, so many activities too yeah and it's easy to let go of something when you actually even if we turned it on oh I see it didn't even work it couldn't really yeah. work very fast okay but f- like let's be real here like other years like for sure it's like let's not use our phones I go up to go on a That's run true. I get on LTE and I'm and, li- check and I check yeah. but this year I went up there to where I could get on LTE and, and I did not press the button yeah. and I was free when I tell you that I I think it's nice for Actually, sure and it, I don't think I know. I'm like, was I free? <laughs> no, I think we were free. We were free. I, but I think <laughs> it's important to view it as a balance like yeah. this in that it's okay to come back and use your phone again. Yeah. It's just nice to remind yourself every now and then of what it's like to not to not. Be using but it. I do think that the extreme of going off mm-hmm. to coming back to, to coming back, nothing really changed in my life that much. Whereas lo- like I think it was last August, we did a similar thing. We went to an island 
and we went to a cottage and we had our phone from four till five and that was it. Right. Yeah. And that taught me more tangibly. I mm-hmm. felt when I got back, I feel like I kept up habits of mm-hmm. like hours in the day and it was like, actually practical whereas when we were off fully it's right. such a more visceral just experience so that when i got back from, i just was like ah yeah <laughs> like, it was weird like well it goes I, to I, show I was just back. that maybe managing like maybe cutting it out completely is just not realistic because yeah, exactly. we live in a yeah. society that you're always going to have to interact with your phone especially we work on the internet you can't avoid it yeah and it's about and most people can't because that's how you communicate that's where all your there's so many things on a phone beyond just the social media um I think that's fascinating to think about that. You're right. I actually think the regulation of here's my window where I can use it was not necessarily a better experience, but a more useful life lesson of, oh, I can get what I need. And I got everything I need. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. I'm not worried about like, I don't even, even like FOMO, it probably helps you deal with FOMO better because you're practicing. You're there and maybe you're You're seeing something, but then you're like, no, I'm dealing with this. Whereas like, when you cut it full turkey, you have zero FOMO for 10 days. You come back and maybe it's like more extreme. Yep. That's interesting. I actually think for me, obviously, and anyone on this freaking earth, it's like <laughs> regulating it because like you need it. Yeah. It's like I have said this probably on the podcast before, but <laughs> phone is chips. Phone and is it's chips. like if I have access to chips all the time, I yeah, will those actually chips. always Especially if they're a New Brunswick covered bridge brand. Have you had those? Oh, is, that, is it New Brunswick? From New Brunswick covered potatoes. Bridge, most delicious. chips. Like, can we get a sponsorship? Although once we did have a bunk bag that didn't have oh, any sauce yeah. on it. Oh, yeah. That happens every yeah. every brand. Every now and then you're like, where's the powder? But also Spongebob. <laughs> like, Spongebob has something we won't talk about the weird ashy flavored chips that we had that one time. Wait, what? Do you remember the chips that tasted really like ash? Oh, was it one flavor you mean? It, there was no flavor oh. on it. it was like <laughs> we were like, burnt something's to a crisp. Um, <laughs> But that anyway. was the, that shows you that it's a local small batch bag. Yeah, you know? you're like, okay, this is that's, that's probably part of the gamble. Yeah, like I got a good batch. Yeah, Lay's like that is some horrifying factory work there that they're all like, hello, pristine I little chip. Don't like Lay's. Yeah, me neither. It reminds me of Big Pharma. Okay, <laughs> 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 it's big chip. Okay, so Lay's big is chip. big chip. So my point Lay's was, is Lay's is chip. big chip. Lay's is big chip. Exactly. That's why I'm like covered I bridge is small. Covered chip. covered bridge is is, is is like medium chip. I have no a idea. A small what. chip is like your neighbor who like fried a potato. Yeah, homemade no, chip. Small chip is the spun ones that you got at like a fair. Like from the oh, truck. Oh, that like when they deep fry potato. it. And then you're like, I saw that potato and I saw you. And Nick, here's my money. <laughs> that's some local chip. Yeah, but then that local chip is like ten dollars. Yeah, that's true. But you're having and you're vomiting it because you just went on like a spinny ride. Uh, all all to say, I do think it's fun to have chips. It's nice to have chips, <laughs> but you got to regulate it. Yeah, but this also yeah. really relates to my other study about teens, which again I think relates to adults. So I'm going to bring it up. If that's oh okay. my god! Okay, I didn't even know you had another so, uh, there, this study was looking at the mental health specifically in teens, and they studied more than half a million teens in 47 countries. So There's like overall mental country. health or their mental health in phones? Just overall mental oh, health. Oh, screens. The impact of screens on mental health. Okay, the impact Sorry. of screens. Okay. Sorry, I just thought that was obvious. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was. <laughs> um, so, interestingly, talking about that time we went on a cell phone vacation but allowed ourselves one hour, this study found that there were some benefits during the first hour of daily screen use. Oh. But detrimental effects of recreational screen use on mental well-being kicked in after 75 minutes in girls and 105 minutes in boys. 105 minutes of using it that day. Yes. When you go over that, it starts to go, oh that. my God, so they were set like, a timer, folks. Literally. 105 minutes, if boy. So, <laughs> Gender's a construct too, though. True. So. so obviously that was just fault. a their scale. 
Um, but it was interesting to me that they were like, there was actually a benefit. So wow. having that first hour probably allowed them to connect with friends, feel okay. like they were keeping up to date okay. on things. But An after hour. a certain point, it was linked to depression, obesity, mm, poor yeah, quality of life, yeah. unhealthy diet, and decreased phys- yeah. physical and cognitive abilities. There's nothing good when it's been 75 minutes and I've just been on TikTok. <laughs> like literally being like entertained by like a bird that flies into a window or something. Yeah. It's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> Yeah. So, okay. So like, it's like regulating it. But one thing I was thinking was like, what uh, does scare me this week is when you wake up and you literally like roll over in the morning and then you get your phone. Yeah. Like the first thing in the morning so thing scares me. That's but you're the saying that that's the benefit. Oh, sorry. But did they mean first thing in the morning? Cause there's no. something in the morning that I'm like, they no. Didn't say, I didn't say first thing in the morning. Oh, I, th- I, for some reason thought that it was like one hour, the no, first one hour. It just said, sorry, that is what they oh, meant. Oh, but it could be any time of day. Yeah, they didn't mean the first hour of waking. They meant oh, the okay, first hour of phone use. So one hour, you could do 15 minutes here, 15 minutes there, okay. or a whole hour at once. They just found one hour of use of day was actually a positive. Okay, effect. cool. Sorry. Cause I was like, get that shit out of your room. Don't, don't yeah, wake up and kiss your different. phone. Kiss your partner, your dog, your cat. <laughs> this is your why phone. I resent my phone because I use it as an alarm. So I'm yeah. like, I need it here. Yeah. But oh, I have then, an alarm clock. I did that. I know I got Wait, one. Where's your you, alarm? You were always like, it sounds so annoying. Beep, 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 beep. You have to click it, click it, click it. <laughs> and you got, made me feel so insecure about my little alarm. No, I, I stopped okay, using yeah. it. Okay, and that, then I was like, I'm I, getting blamed for you not using your alarm. So it's really Greg's fault I'm addicted to my cell phone. But, also, I really wanted the radio, and it was just I did, oh, okay. This is not stupid and pathetic, but all radio clocks are ugly. I'm sorry. I looked high and low, could not find a nice looking radio clock. They all look like they were made in the 80s. Well, then, yeah, I know what you mean. It's like, I, it's so like you wake up and slap. If it's made, in a movie. there's no such thing as a mid-century modern clock. Okay, <laughs> but Mitch, there has. I looked. Okay. I I what hate about the one I I literally bought a cute one. It's but not a radio I, clock. No. Wait, you need a radio clock? I want a radio on? clock. Oh, sorry. That's what I'm saying. I, I hate beep, 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 beep. <laughs> okay. Mitch, also, I was like, look at this cute alarm clock I got so I don't wake up with my phone. He was like, yeah, I saw that one. Didn't buy it. I- <laughs> you were literally like, yeah, I saw that one, but like, that's ugly. No, I was like, okay. I don't know why. I just, they either have <laughs> this like, the, f- the, the two kinds of alarm clocks are futuristic plastic shiny whatever looks whatever yours is actually pretty cute but it's just analog and i was like (laughs) i want a radio clock but all of them are either like this retro wood which is not the good kind of retro it's like the perfectly bad time when they were building like cement buildings everywhere yeah like brutalism or whatever they're just hideous or they're like very iphone (laughs) macy like sleek but not in a nice way in a way that looks like cheap plastic no i know what you mean anyone out there has a recommendation for wow. a radio clock. Think about, okay, I bought, a, that led me onto the journey of buying our little radio. Which is gorgeous. Exactly, it's but not it's an not alarm. an alarm. Oh yeah, when you told me that, I was like, that seems weird. You that cannot seems... find yeah, no, that's so weird. a radio alarm that looks like a nice, cute, little, like, okay. vintage wooden little... We need to help get Mitch off his phone, and I am not kidding. Someone send him a radio, radio alarm, alarm clock, clock that, that is beautiful. not from the 70s and... I will pay a good amount of money for it. And not modern in a bad way. Okay? Yeah, it's like, it just needs to be nice. I don't know where I was going with this. Oh, this was all about it being stuck near me, resenting. I'm going to go back to my study just to finish it off. So the one hour was good. Beyond that, it started getting iffy. Um, (laughs) And ultimately, they found one hour of physical activity and no more than two hours of screen time a day provided optimal well mental well-being in teens write that shit down people Mm -hmm. 
Oh my god! And surely that's so one must hour be the same of exercise, and then like around an hour and a half of my phone. I can do that. Well, you'd have to regulate it. Then. Oh god! Set the alarm. Hey Siri, put an alarm for an hour and a half. Oh, is she gonna do it? No, are you kidding? <laughs> Siri doesn't know me. Ah! She knows. <laughs> she knows. You. She did it! Oh my <laughs> god! Why are you so surprised? I, I thought I did never use Siri. I thought off. I thought off. I thought Siri was off because I was like, wait, I don't want you. Oh, God. I hate that. I that shit scares that. me. I love that in 2021, you didn't know saying, hey, Siri would <laughs> literally make her do that. I don't I don't play with Siri. I do not play with Siri. I like thought I had made Siri off on everything. That's why that's. But you me. do play with Google and you're always like, hey, Google, what's the temperature today? And then it does. And you're like, hey, Google, what's the temperature tomorrow? <laughs> like I always hear you going. And then you'll be like, no, Google, what's the. Oh, God, my Google's going off now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, my god, I hate this prison. <laughs> this is a hell. We are in a cell phone hell. We're trying to get off of our cell phones and by doing so, they're talking to us. Like that's actually horrifying. <laughs> like we can't I literally am like trying to get my cell phone. And your off. Siri went off here and in the bedroom I heard it. You have something over I there. I don't have a Siri in the bedroom. <laughs> Maybe it's in the bathroom wherever your home. phone is. Last oh piece of caveat god. for my study. The screen time in this was not it was um, purely entertainment screen time. It wasn't counting school or times when people had oh. to use other devices. Okay, true. Like so your was, job when you're emailing all day. Yeah. So, well, this That's was for great. teens. So they were like, yeah. school, or your school screen time work. was different. Yeah. Uh, okay. But this was like a personal entertainment yeah. screen time. Yeah. I know when I'm not on my smartphone screen time. I know when I'm like yeah. writing like, like on my laptop. Working. I'm like, yeah, this is not bad. <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. Oh my gosh. Awesome. So reach out with more ideas. So upcoming uh, video ideas we've got that are really good is Myers Briggs. Oh yeah, and we're gonna do billionaires. Billionaires, yes. And uh, we're back. We're back, girl. We're here making podcasts. Let us know what you want to hear us ramble about. What's going on? We'll find some science about it. And oh my god, I'm doing the announcer voice. Yeah, why does it's this so weird. Mitch, like, I don't know why. Like it's so funny. I'm like, what is he doing? Okay. I'm, I'm just like not speaking from the heart. Yeah, no, and it's okay. So <laughs> yeah, this, for more announcer voice, you'll hear it at the beginning and the end of every pod. You're doing <laughs> Subscribe. it. Subscribe. Shut up. Okay, we're gone. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.